lot of guys are like, why didn't you just say no? Why didn't you just say stop or tell him to like back off? It's really not that easy. Like when you're in it, your your body goes in shock. And I don't know if this is just like more a female thing um, where women, because we are like the weaker gender, overall, like physically, we are weaker. We are smaller. We are, um, we're not built as strong as men. So we do have this like, all right, we have to go in protection mode, like maybe just agree. You know, it's a very submissive state that we fall into when we're put in danger. And it's sometimes we don't even realize it, like I said, until later that night, you know, when we think about it or, you know, years later. Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men, and as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I actually recorded an episode yesterday and was about to post it, and then I heard, I was listening to a podcast this morning that kind of shifted my perspective a little bit and made me want to add some things to this topic to make you guys more aware of a female perspective. So what I was going to talk about, what I'm still going to talk about, um, is following your natural male instincts when it comes to initiating conversation, leading conversation, especially around attraction, like not being afraid to, to start a conversation, to say something you feel is genuinely kind or, or um, appropriate or respectful. And there are a lot of men just not going for it in this sense out of fear that they might, you know, offend a woman or they might be inappropriate or, you know, God forbid they like make her feel this way, you know, and then the woman reacts and, and they feel like shit. So it's a lot of men. I was telling, talking to my client about this yesterday. A lot of men are feeling held back and therefore we have a lot less men leading. Um, there are a lot less men leading in their natural male instinct and feeling confident about taking the lead in this way, which is actually in turn also turning off a lot of women. So it's like, what is the balance, you know, like as a man, what is the balance between taking the lead, but not risking that inappropriate reaction or God forbid, like realizing what you did was inappropriate in the grand scheme of things. Um, And when I was talking to my client yesterday about this, he gave me the example of calling a woman ma'am out of respect, just as he says he calls his boss sir. And the woman got offended by it and she, she made a face at him and then he course corrected and he, you know, told her that, you know, I, I just do this as a sign of respect or whatever. And then he fixed the issue by course correcting, which I think is the best way to go about it. When you have genuine good intentions to be respectful or keep a woman safe, then you have, I would say like you are... In, it is in your best interest to take the lead and go with what your male intuition instincts are telling you to do. So for instance, my client, as a sign of respect, he calls men and women, sir and ma'am. Like that is his sign of respect. There is no way anyone getting, like someone could get offended by that. There's no way someone can actually get hurt from that. Okay. It's literally a name that has for quite some time been associated to respect 
And if someone doesn't have, if someone has a problem with it, then sure, you can fix the problem. Once you realize through their body language, they are unhappy and it's not hurting the individual, right? Um, there are other instances where I feel like if a man, now if a man doesn't have the intention of respect or safety, maybe for instance, a man has an intention of making a woman feel sexy or hot, this is where it's easier to cross the line or cross boundaries and put a woman in an uncomfortable situation, okay? Where she's not just offended at something that you could just brush off, like she's actually put in an uncomfortable situation. So when you are trying to, you know, like say for instance, a guy is in an elevator with a woman and he looks her up and down and says, you look fucking amazing tonight. And she's not, she doesn't really know you you know, you're in a closed space, you may have the intention of making her feel beautiful, but safety is obviously not the intention above making her feel beautiful in that instance. So therefore, she may feel like she's about to get sexually assaulted. She may feel severely uncomfortable. Um, and that that is not good. Okay. So see how there's a difference. See how like when you're prioritizing safety and respect over making her feel beautiful, um, that will always put you in a good spot. Okay. So as long as you have the intention of whatever you're saying and doing, if that intention is safety and respect comes first, you don't have to worry about taking the lead because if that's, what's leading you, if that's, what's leading your behavior, that intention, you 99.9 will be okay and will be in your right to take the lead on that. Um, when you prioritize her feeling sexy or beautiful, that is, and that's your intention, that's when taking the lead on that above, before uh, safety and respect, it can put you in a bad situation. Okay, meaning you may feel a lot of guilt after you, she may feel very uncomfortable. More importantly, she may feel uncomfortable and scared and nervous. Um, And then you, like I said, might feel guilty, might feel, you know, shameful about it, might feel like an asshole, um, might get resentful towards women because she has a poor reaction to you trying to make her feel beautiful. So it's, it's important to lead. What I'm saying overall here, like the main thing, it is important to lead with the intention of making her feel safe and respected and then beautiful, etc. Okay. Um, and I'm saying this because I, you know, the, the episode that I put out yesterday was, was very much like, guys, like we need to step up and have more male leaders and you can't be afraid to say things like that that have a genuine good intention behind them. But, but then again, some men have good intentions, but their intentions are coming across to make a woman feel more sexy or beautiful. And that's when it crosses a line very easily. Um, so I felt the need to redo this episode and to bring in the safety and respect factor because that is number one and it always will be number one. Women always want to feel safe with you before they feel sexy with you. A woman cannot feel sexy with you unless she feels safe with you first and unless she knows you respect her. Um, so I thought that was interesting to bring to light. The, the podcast I listened to this morning that shifted this perspective of mine was um, 
by a woman, Shalene Johnson, who was sharing her story of a plastic surgery nightmare that she experienced in, in Orange County, California. And she was in an ER room with like the, with the doctor and there were three other guys who came in the room, forced her to take off like all of her clothes. Um, not forced in the sense where they were like, all right, you have to take off. Like they were just like, come on, like, what's wrong? Like, what are you doing? Like there was, it it was peer pressure. I should say like they peer pressured her into stripping down completely naked when she did not have to be completely naked. Um, and she told this story that went on for 10 days, you know, with post-op pre-op and just the communication that was going on, um, around this male surgeon and the way he was speaking to her, the way she heard him talk about other women, the fact that these other men would come into the room, she would have to strip naked for some reason, and they would just stare at her and talk about naked women. Um, and this is inappropriate. Like, this is not, this isn't okay. And the fact that things like this go on is what's making women really upset at men in general, because, you know, for Shalene and her experience to be to be completely naked and vulnerable in that sense with like three strong men right in front of her in a, in a room with just like a little, like a little meek nurse in the corner who is probably like still a teenager, um, is not a safe place to be for a woman. It's very scary. It's very, and when we're in those moments, we, we don't really feel our strength come out like we it's very hard for us to to kind of fight for what's right in that moment because it is very like it's kind of just a shock where it's like all right do what they say because like what if something happens like what if I'm just being a baby what if um you know what if I'm just being overly sensitive like this and these are the thoughts that she was explaining running through her head and um she's like maybe am I just maybe I'm just being a prude like just just listen to them and after telling them she didn't want to strip like five times they were still telling her like it was they were still pressuring her to do so and there were multiple occurrences of this throughout her story so which was just appalling um and I had similar experiences um a very similar experience to the one that one of the things she was sharing and and multiple experiences where I was put in a situation with a man or a man who questioned me and questioned me and gaslighted me, making me feel like it was normal, making me feel like it should be no big deal that I was questioning it, um, in the to to get the result of of me being naked or me, you know, doing something that I didn't feel right doing, and you know, I can I can list a few moments like this, and I never. I didn't make a big deal out of them because to these men, it wasn't a big deal, you know, but to me, it was scary and it was uncomfortable and it was, I felt like I was being used and I felt like I was just being objectified. Um, and it, it was very uncomfortable. And this is, um, you know, over time having a few experiences with men that not only did things like this happen, but, but even, you know, to a further extent, that's actually what put me in the, in the mindset of, of not, you know, wanting to just assuming all men were assholes. Like I I did have a really poor relationship with men in general because, um, because of my personal experiences and because I had more negative experiences with men than I did positive. 
And that's what took over my mind when it came to, okay, men are scum. Men are pieces of shit. Men are assholes. Like, fuck those guys. Um, Fuck men in general. Like, that was very much like how I thought for a little while due to the fact that I had experiences like this. And I didn't speak up about them. And I didn't, like, tell anyone because I just didn't... I was made to believe they weren't a big deal at the time, in the moment, right? So, but in my heart and in my body, I felt very unsafe and uncomfortable. So... It, it is really, and, and that's the thing, like going back to intention, the, the men that Shalene was talking about, um, the surgeon, as well as the, the two assistants who were doing nothing and like basically didn't have to be there when she was completely nude. She did not have to be completely nude either. Um, it like maybe their intention with their screwed up minds were actually to, oh, we're going to make this woman feel hot, you know, because that's how they were talking. That's how they were acting. And I know this is an extreme, extreme example, guys. I'm just trying to give you a perspective into like women's minds and what a lot of women face and, and experience when it comes to men objectifying them. Um, yeah. So maybe their intention was to make her feel hot due to the plastic surgery outcome and like talking about it. But but see how that that doesn't they did not make her feel safe and therefore she felt very scared and nervous and uncomfortable and and resentful afterwards going through that experience um it's it's important that you make a woman feel safe that is always always number 1 like i said always should be number 1 and a great way to take the lead and also make her feel safe at the same time is to is to start asking more questions around, I think today, like things have changed where the guy's like, I'll pick you up at eight. We'll go here. I'll pick you up at eight. That used to be very romantic. And like everyone, most women would find that very romantic and very like, Ooh, he like, you know, he's taking care of me. He's taking the lead. That's like, that was for the longest time, a very romantic manly gesture. Right. And today there are a lot of women who still do appreciate that sense of directness and that masculine, um, you know, taking the lead. I think men do still need to take the lead to, to stay in that masculine energy and that masculine role in a relationship as far as attraction and desire goes. But I think that what's smarter to do during today is to include the woman more in, in your opinion or in your lead. So for instance, if you were to say, um, Hey, um, do you have, I I was thinking this place for dinner how do you feel about that? Or do you have another place in mind? You know, that's very like, I'm thinking this place for dinner, we could meet there at eight. Um, do you have another place in mind? And does that time work for you? Or would you want to switch it? So it's like, it's taking the lead with having the certainty, but then involving her, then including her and making sure she's okay with that and making sure she feels good about that. Um, so it's it could be as easy as her responding to, um, oh yeah, I love that. No, you were, you're spot on. That's, that sounds great. Let's do it. Or she could say, uh, actually I'm not crazy about that place. Like how about this place? And I'd rather meet a little earlier if that's cool. How about this time? So she can, she can weigh in on the decision and she doesn't feel like the decision was already made for her. Um, which is a way, a great way to make her feel safe. Um, another way, if you're on, say you're like on a dating app, you're still talking on the dating app, but you want to get her onto texting and move the conversation from dating app to texting more personal, right? Um, you could say something like, 
hey, how about, would you like to continue discussing this on, on text? Here's my number. Um, if not, it's cool. I can, we can keep it here too. You know, if not, no worries. We can keep talking here for a little while too, if that works better for you. So it's like, you're taking the lead, you're giving her your number, you're saying what, what you think makes most sense or where, you know, the direction you want to go in. She has the option now. She's like, all right, your phone number's right there. She could literally text you right there and decide that she feels good about that. Or she could say, ah, let's continue it here for a few days. Um, so you're giving, you're taking the lead, but she's playing a part. She's playing more of a part to, to, um, to solidify her safety. And that's what it's about. Like, that's what all of this change, a lot of this change, guys, is about, is like communicating more around hey, are you cool with this? Hey, like, does this sound good to you? Like this type of communication is all around safety. And that's what the Me Too movement have, has brought about for women is like, hey, you deserve to feel safe. You deserve to feel respected. You know, you should be. You shouldn't settle for anything less. And a lot of women are sharing stories like Shaleen shared that, that really make people like me even still to this day, like feel validated where it's like, wow, my gut instinct was right. Like that wasn't right of him to do that. And that wasn't okay. And all these years, you know, I always felt weird about that moment, but I just felt like I was being a baby or like I should have just put up with it or dealt with it. And that was totally cool. Like that, that was normal, right? Like he probably did that to every girl. Like that was, that was normal. Right. And it was just this constantly, right? Huh? Like, I don't know. Right. But like, it's this weird feeling that doesn't feel right until a woman calls out her story and says, this is not right. Like, this is not okay. We don't have to, what was the point of that? Like there was no actual purpose. And then, you know, it it brings people like me to be like, wow, there wasn't a purpose for that. Um, so I feel validated. I feel good. But what a lot of women are doing now that they are feeling validated in these stories is like, all right, well, screw men. We don't need men. Like we don't need to put up with this shit. But instead of going to the source of the problem, which is like helping men understand what's okay and what's not okay, women are just bashing men. Um, not all women, but there's a lot of women, you know, going down the route of just bashing and saying, we don't need you instead of, hey, this isn't, you know, how about you do things like this instead? Or, you know, when you do things like this, it makes us feel really scared and unsafe. And in the moment, we really don't have a good way to defend ourselves. Like it's, it kind of puts our body in shock. Like I've been in this situation, like a couple situations. So more than one where my body just freezes. Cause I'm like, am I, you know, like I said, going back to those questions, am I just being a prude? Is this normal? Like, this is probably normal. I mean, they're acting like it's normal. I guess it's normal. Like, what is wrong with me? If, why am I thinking this? I'm such a baby. All right. Just like, just do it. Just have to just do it. You know? And there's so many thoughts in going on in our head that especially being with, with someone who we feel could overpower us, overtake us at any moment physically, it's scary not to listen, you know? Um, so it does put us in a fragile, vulnerable state to the point where like, you know, a lot of guys are like, why don't you just say no? Why don't you just stop, say stop or tell them to like back off? It's really not that easy. Like when you're in it, your, your body goes in shock. And I don't know if this is just like more a female thing, um, where women, because we are like the weaker gender, um, overall, like physically we are weaker. We are smaller. We are, um, you know, like we're not as strong as men. We're not built 
as strong as men. So we do have this like, all right, we have to go in protection mode, like maybe just agree. You know, it's a very submissive state that we fall into when we're put in danger. And it's sometimes we don't even realize it, like I said, until later that night, you know, when we think about it or, you know, years later when you when we hear a podcast. So anyway, I don't want to go on and on about this, but I, I never really come from this angle of, you know, showing you guys what what women are fearful of and why there are a lot of women who are, who are, you know, hating on men, they're hurt guys. Like they're hurt. They've been through some shit that they shouldn't have to have gone through a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them. And it's, it's painful. You know, it's pain. A lot of them have not healed. Um, and like I said, instead of going to the source of the problem and either healing or, you know, coming to the realization that not all men are like this, it's, they just stay in that anger because it's that defense mechanism that that they feel still protects them around whatever their pain was, you know. So it's um, and and I had a client too. Another client of mine yesterday was telling me, you know, it's so weird on dating apps that some women just don't want to get off of them. Like they just rather stay on there for a while. And when I say like, hey, like here's my number, they're like, oh, like maybe let's just talk here a little bit. And he thought that was really weird. And he's like, I don't know, dating app, people on dating apps are strange because he's like new to the dating, getting back on dating apps. And and I just told him, you know, a lot of it is just a safety thing for women. Like, you know, it's kind of like, let me, let me fill you out here a little bit. I don't want to like give you my personal info and get too personal yet before I, I have a sense of trusting you, before I get a few signs that, all right, I trust this man enough to give him my personal number and like take it this next step. So there, <clears throat> there are a lot of women who are uh, hesitant to trust and they're trying to build, rebuild that trust in themselves. So it's like, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Like you don't know what they've been through or you don't know that they're just trying to like be smart and protect themselves. Like, you know, good for them if they're holding off and having standards around just not giving their number to every single person, you know? So you got to look at it from that perspective of like, all right, this woman's, this woman's strong. You know, she's, she's protecting herself. Like maybe she is at the point where she can't ever, you know, if it, if it goes on forever and you're never getting off the app, like that's not cool. So definitely have, you know, some sort of boundary for yourself to realize what's, what's appropriate or what seems appropriate. Um, I would say within a couple weeks, if you're talking consistently, you know, every day or every other day, you should definitely be off the app by that point. But, um, but if she's not ready, then you just move on, you know, like that's nothing to get angry about with her. She's obviously not ready, but just try to see, try to just assume, um, not assume, but try to always see the benefit of the doubt and, and understand that everyone's in their own, on their own journey. And you never know what someone's gone through or what they're going through, um, or why they're doing what they're doing. And you can't, you can't guess or assume or judge like, cause we don't know, you know, just as people don't know exactly where you're at or where you're going. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know that you, as long as you have the best intentions of keeping a woman safe and respected, take the lead. You know, I know it feels risky, probably, especially after what I just shared with you. Probably like, fuck, I'm never taking the lead now. (laughs) Um, No, but I hope you have, I hope you find the courage. I really do. I hope more and more men find the courage to understand what it sounds like and what it looks like to come from a place of safety and respect in communication and body language 
so that you can feel like that man taking the lead and you could feel that confidence and that masculinity coming out of you when you are when you are approaching women, when you are talking to women, taking them on dates, what you're doing on dates, what you're doing after dates, how you're continuing the conversations, how you're initiating like the sexual communication, um, just put safety and respect first. And then you could put sex and all that after. All right. I th- but I think that's the best thing for you guys to do so that you can feel confident leading. Are you leading with safety and respect? All right, then go for it. Say what you're going to say, do what you're going to do. Ask her opinion afterwards, you know, ask her if that's cool after you say it. Like I said, gave a couple examples. So um, I'm rooting for you guys. I hope you stay strong in your masculine and your leadership and, and just always, you never know, you know, you never know what she's gone through, what she's going through. And um, you got to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and, but trust yourself. More importantly, Trust yourself just as more women have to trust their gut instincts when guys do things like this. And we have to find a way to like pull back in the moment. I think women's women speaking up um, with each other is this way to make us stronger so that when we are in another moment like that, we do speak up because to hear other women talking about it, it's like, wait, this is not right. We have more courage now. We have more conviction to say no to certain things. Um, which does give us a sense of power and, and self-respect back, you know? So it really is a great thing. Um, but as long as you guys are aware of where it's coming from and you're aware of how you can best communicate while also still being in your masculine and taking the lead and feeling good about yourself. All right. Anyway, keep dragging this out, (laughs) but that's all guys. I have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you soon. 